Hola mi gente, this is Janina and you're listening to Cut to the Chase with Gregory Proctor. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, episode 47, The Stress Guru. Everyone feels stress from time to time, but what is stress? How does it affect your health overall? And what can you do to manage stress? Stress is how the brain and the body respond to any demand. Any type of challenge can be stressful. Stress also affects your health. It's important to pay attention to how you deal with the minor and major stressors so that you know how to seek the help that you may need. Each year, the American Psychology Association, the APA, surveys people across the United States about stress and how people respond to stressors, both mentally and physically. In 2020, the survey revealed that Americans have been profoundly affected by COVID-19 pandemic, and despite the several months of accumulated to the new reality, Americans have struggled to cope with the disruption and has nearly caused 8 in 10 adults, 78%, to say that the corona pandemic has significantly increased the source of stress in their lives, and 2 out of three adults, 67%, say that they've experienced an increased stress over the course of the pandemic. So today to our special guests, as well as to our listening audience, we've brought forth the stress guru. And so I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory about the stress guru. Today, our special guest, Ms. Janina Acosta, is a mental state shift coach and founder of Marion Wellness Club. Janina is an international certified integrative nutrition wellness coach, certified corporate wellness specialist, and an international relation, or excuse me, has an international relations undergrad. She's been trained to understand and utilize a wide range of dietary, nutrition, and psychological theories to survey every client unique bio-individuality. Janina guides, educates clients in the behavior change in order to create a sustained, long-lasting health life change. Her holistic approach for daily life through her mindset work have helped others as well as her clients in their overall wellness. She studies psychology with a concentration in media and technology. Her favorite mantra this is quite funny for me. Her favorite mantra, besides "Hola, mi gente," her favorite mantra is "Inhale the good shit, exhale the bad shit," or should I say, the bullshit is how she describes it. And so, for Janina, has been a good friend of mine. She's been patient. Uh, she reached out to me. I don't know, probably. Wow, it's been uh, maybe two months back and said, hey, you know, I'd be interested in being in your podcast. Uh, as people know, Cut to the Chase has been growing and we've, we've, been, we've been busy, but certainly I appreciate her patience. I love and respect her for everything she's doing, her messaging, her brand, her authenticity, just the, uh, you know, and I mean this in the, in the, in the wholehearted way of her, her unique quirkness of how she embraces the audience 
Um, and, and it's just been something that every time there's a message that comes from Janina, it's been like a message that's coming from above. And certainly uh, Janina has been a it's been a real trooper out there as being an influencer and a guidance uh, to a lot of people. And so, Janina, I'd like to give you an opportunity for opening remarks. Well, Gregory, thank you. First of all, that was a wonderful introduction. I'm, uh, I'm smiling from ear to ear right now. I appreciate it. So thank you. Um, hello. You're quite all. welcome. To all of these wonderful listeners, thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, I'm not quite sure what more I can say besides everything that Gregory said, but I am really happy to be here, share tons of nuggets of goodness and knowledge with you guys. Um, I'm just really happy to be here. I was definitely put on this earth to help people and I would love to see more people smiling as we walk down the street. So I do what I can to help that happen. Excellent. 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 So let's jump right into some of the questions. I mean, you know, for me, you know, I kind of gave a little, a little, you know, nuggets out there as far as, you know, stress. And as we all know, this whole pandemic has just really uprooted a lot of people's lives. But I guess the biggest component that out of curiosity, you know, how did the stress guru come about? I mean, how did you come up with such a catch phrase as a part of your your mantra? (laughs) Well, I have to say I'm pretty creative when it comes to coming up with things, just like the name of my company, for instance, uh, Miarian. It's a word that I created, which means... um, eating, dressing, living, and thinking according to what works for you and makes you happy. So Mm -hmm. you want to follow a vegetarian diet, but you want to eat bacon one day, do it. I mean, that's what works for you. There's nothing that's cookie cutter out there for anybody. And so uh, a lot of times I went through that where I would try diets or try different things and try and do it the exact way and it didn't work and I'd feel like a failure. And I'm like, this can't be. People, you know, need to do what works for them. And so that's how Miarian was created. And um, yeah, so the stress guru, I just, I actually started off with more of a nutritional base and, and I started my health coaching with that in mind, just being like nutrition based. But once I started my certification, I realized that mental health is a really important thing or the most important thing, right? Everything starts with your mindset and where you're at. And so I quickly shifted towards that. And I know a lot of people suffer from stress. And I like to think that I don't stress out about too many things. And even if I do, I handle it fairly well. Now I do. I've had my experiences, which I'm sure we'll speak about a little bit later. But with my experiences, I've learned that things don't have to be that way, or I can do something about it. I don't necessarily have to just take the stress in whatever it gives me. Instead, I can be proactive. So, Sure, sure, sure. Completely understand. And so, uh, you know, the importance of, of stress comes in, in so many different facets. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of things that I'd like to kind of, you know, dive into. And I guess one of them would be is, you know, sometimes as individuals, as humans, we experience, you know, uh, a bad night's rest or, you know, you don't sleep well, you kind of toss and turn. And then, you know, the next day you kind of wake up, you're, you're, you're not quite yourself. You know, you've got, you got a little bit of stress, you know, or anxiety or, or, or something, uh, applied to you. And, uh, 
you know, what are what are your takeaways from from something like that? Because sometimes, you know, I find myself I wake up and, you know, I'm I'm kind of in that bad mood right out of the gate. And it might takes me a little bit of time to shake it off. But, uh, you know, what are what are some of your what are some of your advice to to your your customers or clients that that you deal with when when they're dealing with things like that? Yeah. And and besides my customers and clients, I do this myself as well because I have been known to wake up on the wrong side of the bed and it just <laughs> it happens right as much mm-hmm. as you want it to it happens and so my suggestion and the easiest thing to do is show gratitude as soon as you wake up first of all you're waking up I mean just the fact that you're able to wake up and you have a roof over your head and a bed that you can sleep in mm-hmm. that's something to be grateful for and so mm-hmm. as soon as you wake up if you just say thank you, right? You can say to your God, you can say to the universe, to source, whoever, whatever, just show some gratitude. And as soon as you do that, you're already starting off your day on a different wavelength versus if you were to be like, oh, damn, I'm late for work. Oh, I have such a long day ahead of me. Right? No, you're starting off the day on a totally different wavelength. So waking up as soon as you wake up, just being grateful and saying thanks makes all the difference and i know it sounds minor but it's a big deal sure sure totally totally understand because that kind of leads into the next question you know something that that i saw today that was just a part of uh, a very uplifting um statement that you posted out there on linkedin which was you know be careful what you put out into the universe and what you think of yourself and what you think of others and you know, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of elaborate on that because with me, what that end up resonating on is, you know, a lot of times in our lives, we worry, we stress, and we we begin to have negative thoughts about different things that have happened to us and, you know, why did it happen and so forth and so on. And we continue to kind of banter ourselves on that. And we, we put up like kind of an internal fight that says, you know, maybe if I'd have did this, or maybe if I would have done that, instead of just kind of maybe accepting it and kind of moving, moving on from it. But in, in the way that you described it, you know, through your, through your Instagram uh, post today was along the lines of something that kind of just said, Hey, be careful. You know, if, if, if you're going to think in certain way, you know, think in a way that, that really is going to be uplifting. That's going to be fulfilling. That's going to provide you with, uh, you know, the positivity that, that you need. Can you, can you walk us through that? Absolutely. So yeah, so what I said today was the universe is listening. Be careful Mm -hmm. what you say in it. And that goes first and foremost, right? Like we need to know ourselves. And once we know ourselves and we're self-aware, then we are able to better deal with people and circumstances afterward and and the world. So with, you know, self-talk, right? You can say I'm fat or I'm not good at this or whatever kind of negative self-talk you have, you're putting that out in the universe and what you think comes to fruition, believe mm-hmm. it or not, mm-hmm. right? And 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 I see this more and more with affirmations and visualizations that I do and I'm sure people do it too. Like they see, they keep thinking that they're never going to lose weight. Guess what? You're absolutely right. You're never going to lose weight because you're telling yourself that you're not. And so it's all about how you speak to yourself. And we need to show ourselves more love, right? We do so much for so many people every single day that we tend to just let ourselves fall by the wayside. And so speaking to yourself positively, showing some love, and actually not just saying it, but believing it and knowing that it's true 
makes the difference. In sure, same people, sure, sure. right? I mean, if if you're saying negative things about a person, this is actually mm-hmm. just a projection on your part, on your part, right? And you're just projecting something that you feel is wrong inside of you. And so again, mm-hmm. if you have more if the more positive self-talk you have, the more you are going to look at people in a different light, in a more positive right. way. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely good good information that you're providing to our listeners. And so, you know, uh, I guess for me, it, it is rather funny because your your Instagram page became a, kind of a walking narrative for me to uh, to really glean a lot of material away from that I wanted to kind of talk to you about. The importance of mental state, the importance of having a vacation and like you said, taking some self-preservation for, for oneself and kind of rewarding yourself. How important is that? And, and, and what are the things that you share with your clients? Uh, maybe the ones that are like workaholics or maybe the ones that haven't taken a vacation in a couple years or whatever, whatever the state may be. How do you convey the importance of, of mental state? Well, that's a great question. So for mental state, like for instance, for my workaholic clients, right? Mm-hmm. I tell them, go ahead, you're working, you're doing all this work, you're proud of it. And whether you are a workaholic because you just have this crazy drive to succeed, which is fantastic, that's cool. But also a lot of workaholics work so much because they're escaping things that are happening in their life. And so they're mm-hmm. working a lot. So the importance of kind of self-care and just showing yourself some love, right? I do my whole do something for yourself Sunday. And so mm-hmm. whether it's... Uh, a minute or an entire day of just doing something for yourself. So you can, I don't know, get naked and dance if you want. You can soak in a tub. You can watch Netflix all day. Whatever it is, it's just you taking some time for yourself to just say thank you. Like you are, that's like buying yourself a gift, right? Sure, if you're a sure. parent, hide in the closet and eat a candy bar without your kids finding you. If that's what you're doing for yourself that day, just do it. And if you don't do these things, eventually you're going to burn out and you're going to look back and be like, shit, I never did anything for myself. Like, did I really get to enjoy life to the fullest? Absolutely not. And so this also helps with reducing stress, right? Because you're, you're, you're pampering yourself, if you will, right? It doesn't matter what you're doing. And so it's just really important to take care of yourself because I'm sure everyone's heard the saying of if your cup isn't full, then, you know, you shouldn't be helping others and you really can't help others and you can't give others 100% of you because you're not full and you are not right satiated with life and whatever the case is. And so it's really important to take care of yourself. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I certainly feel you on on everything that you've shared there. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna share something with you and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna kind of put the spotlight back on me and and kind of utilize your your teachings and philosophies and principles. Maybe maybe there may be some things that other people can relate to. I've since gone beyond uh, what I'm gonna share with you, but but obviously it it was significantly important in my life at that point in time. Uh, so for many years, you know, I put a lot of 
weight on my shoulders, you know, early on as being an entrepreneur, you know, you got to do everything. You got to have your hands in a cookie jar. You got to make all the decisions. You got to make sure things are going the right way. And if you don't do it yourself, um, you know, you just don't feel that things have been done properly. They haven't had the proper due diligence uh, applied to them. And so for years and years and years, you know, I operated under that MO until the rug got pulled from underneath me. And then when the rug got pulled from underneath me, it was like a, a cyclical spiral, you know, and that spiral, you know, kept me kind of, I would say, out of mind, out of body experience for a short period of time, you know, where you start thinking to yourself, what am I going to do next? How am I going to pick myself back up? And and just the, the overall stressors of people always relying on you, your family always relying on you and the, and the unwarranted pressure and internalizing of not expressing your feelings and all these different things, you know, they were just bottled inside of me, you know, for, for years. And then eventually it popped. And when it popped, you know, it was like, like I said, the rug was pulled from underneath me and I was, I was left standing there and I'll use your cliche kind of standing there stripped naked, right? You know, with, 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 with the notion of, um, you know, do I go jump off a cliff or do I try and pick myself back up? Well, you know, for those that are listening, I, I think for the first couple months, I did try to go jump off a cliff. You know, I, I went into the abyss and, you know, I started to really realize that I myself personally, and just from what everybody else was was counting on for me was just putting me in a, in a conditional state in my life where one, I wasn't happy and I was carrying too much of the stress load. And I was just too proud at the time, at that time in my life to push back and, and to say, you know, look, you're going to have to do this on your own. And it's only been within the past, you know, three to five years of, of really kind of getting healed properly and going through a lot of extensive, you know, life coaching and, and various things that, you know, I've said to myself and of course my family, whether they've accepted or not, um, you know, I've got to live my life. You know, I mean, you know, we, we're not in this situation anymore. You know, I've, I've left my, my, my ex, I left her many, many years ago and, you know, I'm, I'm not, in a position to to continue to to carry your burden. You've got to grow up. You've got to you got to shore your own weight, you know. You've got to figure out how to survive. You got to figure out how to do it on your own. And I was saying that to my kids, of course. And uh, you know, lo and behold, it, it's taken years, you know, to heal. But like you said earlier on and like I mentioned earlier on, you know, the the, the mental and the physical aspect of that, you know, just begins to play so heavily on the body. And, uh, for me, even though I'm 50 years young, I still believe that, you know, I lost, you know, a good four to five years of probably, you know, enjoyable time in my life because I was a workaholic. And then, like I said, with all this pressure, it just drove me over the edge, you know, it just drove me over the edge. So if I would have been your client back then, I mean, how would you have handled that situation. All right. Well, it's nothing new, right? I, I've, I've dealt with people like this before, with clients like right. this before. So, and, and it's a lot. And first of all, so talk about language, right? We we're just talking about language in mm-hmm. mental state and, and your mindset. So, mm-hmm. seeing that you lost four to five years, I probably would have started off with that right away. 
because did you really lose it or did you experience some things for this amount of time and you are now able to take lessons from it and grow well i i think i think you know looking back upon it after i've gone through a lot of coaching and you know really kind of recalibrating myself uh since i've been back here in the u.s um you know it it, it was a lesson you know and it, it was it was a lesson in a lot of things that i probably should have adapted into my life a lot sooner um but like i said you know i i was like the guy if you can if you can vividly imagine the old cliche where you know, you've got the guy, the Roman guy or whatever, carrying the big heavy rock on the back of his back. You know, that was me. Right. You know, that was me, you know. And uh, for many years in the early stages of my company uh, in developing, you know, my businesses, um, that was me. You know, the, the family relied on me. My parents relied on me. Everybody relied on me. So it was like, you know, if I had to deliver bad news, I had to kind of internalize that bad news because really nobody wanted to hear it because they just felt that I was the guy that that was going to make it happen. I was going to figure it out, you know, some shape, form or fashion. And to be frankly honest, internally for me, it sucked. I just, you know, it just, it just, it just made me numb. Almost. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I'm sure feeling like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders is not a good feeling. Right. And that's right. And you don't want to give up because you have so many people depending on you. Um, mm-hmm. And so since you're not currently going through this and you went through it, if you were somebody that was currently going through it, I would really work on just kind of accepting what the situation is, right? Like this is the situation that I'm in. Now I need to know and believe, and this is a mantra that I tell myself all the time, especially when things just go awry, when it's not what I planned, when it's not what I wanted. And I just stop and I tell myself all things work in my favor. Mm-hmm. And I see mm-hmm. that as many times as I need to mm-hmm. until I know and believe and trust in that. Because in the end, look at you now and look at how successful you are. Yeah. Right? And so had you known that you were going to be where you are today or five years ago, would you have let yourself get as stressed out and feel the feelings that you felt? Probably not. No, no, absolutely not. I think I think there have been a lot of things in my lifestyle back then that I would have changed uh, because of the simple fact that it was really unwarranted. Uh, and when it's unwarranted and it doesn't produce you a sense of of happiness, because at the end of the day, you know, you got to be able to look in the mirror. And if you're not pleasing yourself and you're not putting yourself in a happy place, um, then what good are you to those around you? And that that's been kind of a philosophy that you know, even as a child, you know, I was kind of brought up on, you know, you, you have to, you have to be able to ensure that you have that security, that confidence, the stability, you know, and I always had that as an, you know, as a child through, through my upbringing and my parents were always, you know, nurturing and embracing. But then of course, when you go off, you see the world and you do all these other, you know, exciting things, you know, when you're 17, 18, 19 years of age, uh, you know, you experience things where your parents are not around. <laughs> You know, you get married early and then you get divorced and then, you know, you end up, you get married again and, you know, that lasts a little bit longer, but it's like you didn't really learn anything from the first marriage and, you know, second marriage comes along and now, you know, things uh, uh, are, are a little bit different, you know, and, and so absolutely to answer your question, I mean, you know, I'm just, you know, our podcast has always been about being just so authentic and real and that was just something that, 
you know, I wanted to share with you because of the simple fact that you and I, we've been, we've been going back and forth and I knew uh, just from listening to some of your current clients, the significance and the importance of what you have done for them and how you've basically cultivated and kind of helped shape and, and, and move their lives in a more positive direction. You know, I just feel that me sharing this with our listeners today that maybe there is somebody out there that could just very well be in my shoes, you know, um, the way I was some some 10 years ago and and wondering to themselves, you know what, I got to make a change. I need to I need to do things differently. I've got to figure this out, because if not, look at look at what could potentially happen, you know, and and and, and who wants to be in that position, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And and so thank you for sharing that with us. It's very personal, but that's what the show's all about, right? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, then I wanted to commend you when you finally decided to tell your kids and whoever else that, you know, you they had to do stuff on their own and, you know, you couldn't do it for them. That was fantastic just because you were setting boundaries. And I feel like there weren't any boundaries. And that's why you felt like you had to do everything. That's right. So, that's right. kudos to you for, for setting those boundaries and kind of starting at that point. So that was a great choice. And that's what a lot of people, right, that especially are feeling the same exact way, they need to set boundaries. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and, and, and trust me, I you know, even back then, you know, you, you think about it and, you know, then you have the internal, the internal mindset, you know, wondering, hey, am I making the right decision, you know? And, and, and eventually, you know, like I said, you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and, and realize that, you know, who has to be happy here, you know, and, right. and, 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 and the first person's got to be happy is, is the person you're looking at in the mirror. You know, that's the, that's the first person that's got to be happy. And, uh, despite the fact that, you know, I endured what I endured, which I, I never mind sharing stories with people of, of my past life and, 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 and lessons and tribulations that I've gone through. But certainly, um, you know, this, this program has always been about, you know, helping and nurturing and kind of cultivating uh, so that others don't have to go through, you know, that hardship. Right. Um, because it costs me, it costs me uh, financially just a tremendous amount of money too. Right. When, when I provided that pushback and, uh, and things obviously didn't go quite as well, you know, obviously with my ex or, or my kids and, you know, of course, divorce happened and, you know, and loss of, possessions and moving to, you know, different areas and things like that. And, you know, you just have to kind of pick up the pieces and, and, and move on. And, you know, like they say, failure is, is the best lesson for, for success. Absolutely. You know? No doubt about it. Yeah. You definitely have to fail before you <laughs> succeed. And moreover, you need to fail quicker because the quicker right. you fail and the more you fail the you know, you'll get to point B a lot quicker. So you have That's to right. have embrace failure and it's going to sound weird but you have to want to fail because that's the only way you're going to get to success and i wanted to touch on something and okay okay move on so you were saying how sometimes you'd wonder if you were making the wrong decision mm -hmm. i'm of the belief that no decision is the wrong decision you're making the exact decision that you need to be making at that very moment so you can mm -hmm. learn from it so whether it's you know right or quote unquote wrong it's it's exactly what needs to be done right and so you're going to learn whatever you're supposed to learn from that decision mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i don't feel like there's any wrong 
decisions to be made. Every decision is right. Right, right, right. Well, Janina, certainly this has been uh, this has been quite quite insightful, and uh, certainly uh, not only uh, very therapeutic to our listeners, but obviously therapeutic for for me, the host, <laughs> because uh, certainly uh, you know I, I think there's just so much going on in the world today that people are coping with and struggling with, and the you know the disruptions and you know the statistics are they're just staggering, you know, with regards to what's going on and how people are trying to deal with it. And I just think there's just so many positives that should come out of this. And I hope that people consider, you know, doing the right things. And as you said, make those right decisions, because ultimately we all as human beings, you know, want to be number one at peace and hopefully, you know, provide ourselves with the best possible quality of life that we can for not only ourselves and our families. And so, Janina, what I'd like to ask is, what are what are like a couple takeaways that you would like to leave? You know, some of those uh, some of those golden nuggets that you leave out there on Instagram that you could share with our listeners. <laughs> um, all right. Well, again, I'm going to have to go back and say, waking up and the first thing that you think about or vocalize and say is thank you and just mm-hmm. be grateful. Right. That's mm-hmm. the number one thing to start your day off on a totally different wavelength. And that's just going to set set the train up for, for the motion the rest of the day. So say thank you is definitely one. And should just show some gratitude and, and take some time each day to just find things that you are grateful for. And they can be major or minor. It can be the bird that you see sitting out on the tree outside of your window. And you're grateful mm-hmm. for this wonderful, you know, view or right? You just accomplished something fantastic at work and you're proud of yourself and you're grateful that you had the opportunity to do it. Whatever the case is, just just being grateful really helps a person be happy because you're not thinking about what you don't have. You're thinking about what you do have. Right. 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 So another thing is what I like to tell myself and what I like my clients to, to repeat themselves is all things work in my favor. So especially when things are going awry or not how you planned or wanted them to, it's working out. Like that coffee that you spilled on yourself this morning that caused you to be five minutes late to work mm-hmm. just avoided you in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead of getting upset that you spilled it on yourself, nope, that's it. Just kind of look at it and laugh if you want and just, you know what? All things work in my favor. This is happening as it should. Mm-hmm. And to my next thing that I like to say is just trust the process, right? Again, everything is happening as it should. And no matter how much you plan and you want and this and that, it's going to go the way it's supposed to, not the way you want it, you want it to go. Right. Kind of trust the process. Um, God, and I'd love to just talk about a couple of things from my past that where I sure. relate that too. Do you want me sure. to do it now? Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have a husband. Yes, husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was, mm-hmm. I was, we were dating for 12 years, got married on our 12th anniversary, and we didn't mm-hmm. make it through the first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. And once I got separated, I was just, you know, this is my life, my future. I didn't expect this to happen whatsoever. And so now I had to start all over again. And it was terrible. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure for every day for the first year that we weren't together, I'm pretty sure I cried. 
But, you know, I, and eventually I'm just like, you need to snap out of this. You got to do something about it. So I started reading a lot of self-help books and whatnot. Um, but with the stress of the separation, the divorce, I developed an eye condition Mm -hmm. And it just, everything seemed like it was underwater and 3D. And the ophthalmologist told me that this happens usually in males and that have high stress jobs like surgeons and pilots. And it's just something that goes away on its own. So I was just like, oh God, okay, I need to manage this. What am I going to do? So that's when I really got into the whole mindset. And, you know, I, I healed myself from it and no longer do I have this. Now, mm-hmm. forward, I was dating somebody for about two, three years. And recently, we um, split up. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, shit, this happened again, right? Like, I had plans of this future, right? Everything was good. And all of a sudden, this isn't going to work out. None of us mm-hmm. are happy. And I'm just like... Now I have to start all over again. I was very frustrated at all the inconveniences and all the things that I have to do all over again. God, why? But mm-hmm. you know what? I just I was like, Janina, accept it. This is this is happening as it should. I'm nobody to get mad at the process. And if I do get upset and just dwell on this and feel sorry for myself, I'm just wasting time. Sure. So sure. now I have a clear mind and a clear head and I'm just like, just just go with it, right? If this happens, mm-hmm. it happens as it should. And so I've accepted that. And the quicker I accepted it, the quicker I felt better and I feel better and I am better because of that mindset and because I'm not letting outside circumstances kind of navigate or, or take charge of my life. I want to be in charge of my life. I don't want people mm-hmm. or circumstances to be in charge of my life. Right. So I right. Get to decide what's happening. So I'm not going to lie and say that I don't have my days where I'm just kind of like, Oh, why is this happening? But little by little, I'm having more positive thoughts than those thoughts of this is frustrating. So I can really you know, just, just being grateful about my experiences also, right? Like I know what I want, what I don't, Mm -hmm. I've grown as a Mm -hmm. person. And also I choose to, when I look back at my, my ex-husband or my last relationship, right? I'm also deciding to focus more on the good times and the good things that happened because you know what, that's affecting me in my body physiologically mm-hmm. in way my body doesn't know if I'm actually experiencing it or just reliving it so these feelings of happiness when I think about a good time is a lot better than thinking about what went wrong and you know when I wasn't happy because then that's also going to affect my body and I don't you know stress is just a killer and so I also sure. choose to focus on the positives of the relationships right right yeah I I um I certainly can uh, can relate to the separational piece that that you just spoke of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, certainly this has been uh, this has been very insightful and uh, you know extremely informative, uh, not only for for me but uh, for our listeners and and certainly. We want to thank you very, very much for your patience and for your dedication and commitment to to hang in there with us until we can actually get you on to the program. 
and uh, certainly um, we like to you know offer you an opportunity here for any any final remarks before we wrap up. Um, well, just like you said in the beginning, inhale the good shit. <laughs> and that, you know what that's a that's an um, that's another thing i'm going to add to the list instead of you know besides gratitude all things work in my favor and trust the process whenever you're upset just just say it to yourself inhale the good shit exhale the bullshit and i promise you it will put a smile on your face hands down like how could it not right you just when you said it you laughed when i said it you laughed so um, yeah, just finding something, find things to tell yourself that right. will help you turn your mood around and always know that you have a choice. You choose to be sad. You choose to be angry. You choose to be happy. You choose to find the good in things or not, right? It's all up to you. You have a choice. And mindset is everything when it comes mm-hmm. to anything you do and you experience and encounter. And so I know lots of people, uh, have a hard time asking for help but don't right like right. mental health is of the utmost importance and so speaking to somebody whether it's me or going to a therapist or just having a really trusted friend get things out there and I'm really talking more to my men right now because mm-hmm. men seem to have a harder time asking for help and accepting that perhaps they do need help yeah and so yeah. talk to somebody right? Just, just talk to somebody. You'll feel better. It's not, it's definitely not going to backfire on you. You'll feel a lot better and you'll get the help you need. And you know what? That is, it passes on to your children and your family and how you deal with everybody else. And so your mindset is everything guys, you know, ask for help when you need it and just talk to somebody. And I'm always available to speak. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn find me on Instagram at the.stress.guru, um, Facebook, my name again, Janina Costa. So anywhere I'm more than happy to speak with anybody. I'm also offering a free half an hour coaching session. So look me up and I'd love to speak with you and see how I can help you and we can work together. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad you uh, glad you stated that because I was going to uh, going to chime that in here at the very end. But uh, appreciate you doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a mind reader. I forgot to tell you. No, I kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know what? I I think this is uh, this is uh, this is certainly something that it's that will go down in the memory books. And uh, you know, we kind of teed it up for you quite nicely uh, last night with a little segue promo. But, uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this has been great, uh, Janina. And, and certainly again, you know, we, we definitely thank you and appreciate having you on as, as a featured, uh, guest and certainly to our listeners, uh, we will make sure all that information is available. If you decide that you want to reach out to, uh, Miss Janina, as I call her, the stress guru, I bet you now she's going to have me be her hype man. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Thank you very much. Look, we love you. Be safe. We uh we certainly appreciate uh you again and we look forward to just continued dialogue and following you out there and uh future collaborations. You never know. This this may be the first of many. I I think it is. All right, my friend. (laughs) All right, thanks so much.
You take care. To everybody out there, be safe. This is Gregory Proctor. Cut to the chase. Episode 47, The Stress Guru. Bye-bye, folks. Bye-bye.